Welcome to the Beyond the Connection podcast with Joe Murphy and Mike Stover. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beyond the Connection podcast here with Joe Murphy and Mike Stover. How's it going, guys? What's going on? We have a very special guest in the house today, Christina Harrison. How you doing? I'm good. Oh, I'm special. I like it. Of course. Of course. (laughs) All right. So do you you mind starting off with a little personal introduction about you, where you're from, how long you've been with CDM, how long you've been in the industry, and just any other background information? Well, personal, I'm a turp for life. I went to University of Maryland, so I rep that all the time. Nice. Um, I am a New Jersey girl. Lived here most of my all of my life, except for when I went to college. Um, have, I'm married, three kids. I'm a huge. We're a sports family. Um, outside of work, I'm always. I'm at the tra- I'm at the track because I coach track, um, or I'm at the football field because I run a, a football organization. My son plays. My husband coaches. So we are a sports family outside of work. Busy family. Busy. That's busy. That's awesome, yes, man. definitely, definitely. Nice. Um, I've been with CDM. December will be 10 years. Um, okay. I started um, as a sales assistant, uh, fresh from looking for a job. I left, uh, came from Enterprise. I When I lived uh, after college, I stayed in Maryland, D.C. area for a few years and worked for Enterprise when a car did that for a while. And we decided to move back home to Jersey because there's no place like Jersey. That's right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I found CDM, the perfect little home. Been here ever since. So, like I said, started as a sales assistant. Did that for, I think, two or three years. And pardon me, my math is going to be a little off. I'm going to just estimate. Uh, did that for, like, two or three years. Then I moved into a sales role myself. Had my own accounts, my own territory. Did that for another couple of years. Then I moved into a product manager role, did that for a couple of years, and now I am the materials manager, and this is my second year in that role, so been cool. rolling, rocking and rolling since I got here. Nice. That's awesome. So, so how does how is your department structured, and how does that also benefit CDM? So um, I oversee the purchasing department, so everything we buy and put on the shelves are either to sell to our customers or use internally where we're building in our value-add department, our ECAS department, for um, assemblies that we turn around and we build and ship for customers. So my department has product managers that I oversee. So there's different the different product lines and manufacturers that each product manager, product manager handles. Um, and then I oversee all that. I oversee the inventory that we keep on the shelf. My job is to keep keep it making sense. We want to have the inventory on the shelf because stock is king. Mm-hmm. We want parts. They need to be on the shelf, but we need to make it make sense where we don't have a whole lot of stuff that's just sitting and not selling. So we got to monitor that and make sure things are coming in as expected and going out as expected. You mentioned um, in your first statement that you were a manager of certain territories. Does materials manager still fall into that? Like you have your own territory or is it just like in general? No, it's overall, all product. Um, Each product manager should be... uh, keeping a closer eye on their particular product, but I'm looking top level for the bottom line. Hey, this is our, how many dollars of inventory we have. I'm managing that. And then we look at to see, Hey, this product line does this amount of sales. So this kind of inventory makes sense for that kind of sales. Wow. Got a lot on your plate there. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, fun. That's cool I'm, I'm a person where I can't sit still. Complacency and silence is not my friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm always moving and shaking. Cool. You, <laughs> yeah, you've had a lot of different roles here at CDM. Um, in your perspective, what's the biggest change that you've seen in the industry as you've been going through these different roles? 
The industry I've seen is very volatile to what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Because as we all know, everybody's going to drop the COVID word. Um, that has changed a lot of things in the last couple of years, especially because, hey, everybody was home. No one was placing orders. Things mm-hmm. weren't moving as quickly in and out as, as they should have been. And then once everyone's back in the world, hey, no one was there building. So now we've got to get all these components on order and get them in. Now lead times are crazy. Now, with prices of everything going up, parts and components and raw material are also going up. So it's it's very interesting how it relates to what's going on in the real world. Mm-hmm. It definitely plays a, a role in what we do here. Yeah, so more like, I guess you would say, obstacles mm-hmm. as technology changes. Yeah, yeah, but we also want technology to change because as things change we find we find no, new opportunities nice. um our owners um cliche i'm not gonna call it cliche but the the ringer is um i'm gonna see if i can say it right what's the trick to a wireless world more wires more. <laughs> you right. need you yep. need more wires yeah, for a wireless world so the, the more wireless we go the more business we can find so it's a good thing so maybe not obstacles is the word maybe challenges Challenges to challenges, overcome. Yes, mm-hmm. challenges to overcome. So you've been in CDM for a while. Um, yes. What do you think? Don't the- make me sound. Don't make me sound old, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been here for a little bit too. I guess. But, <laughs> so, what's the biggest change? I guess has like what's the biggest change you've seen since you've been here? The biggest change for me, because I, like I said, I came from enterprise, which is also a private company, but it was a huge private company, mm-hmm. so it didn't feel like a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, CDM is very much a family and it's a small organization. I remember walking in the door thinking, this is small. It's going to be pretty, pretty common. Same people every day, all the time. We sh- it should be pretty, pretty set, right? A couple of years, you get more faces, new faces, blowing out walls, build it, adding new warehouses. And just the amount of growth I've seen and the people and the space and the product lines, all of that has been has been mind blowing. Because like I said, I walked in the door with the blinders on like, hey, this is a small business. I'm going to come in, do my part and it'll be good. But it's like most things. You, you grow and mature, get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you mentioned your job prior to CDM was enterprise. Um, Are we allowed to say their name? <laughs> I, I don't. Maybe. I'm OK with saying it. I'm all right with saying it. But it was, and you had a sales role there? So a couple different roles, because you know okay. me, I'm moving and shaking all the time. Yeah. Um, so enterprise is just like you see on the on TV. They will pick you up. So that person behind the counter does all of those things. Writes up your contract, will be the person to come pick you up, even washing cars, all of those things. Um, so you learn, and what I give enterprise credit for is being able to learn in a business setting how to manage very different points of view all in one interaction or transaction. So Enterprise also does their own internal claims. Like, you know, you have your insurance. Mm -hmm. So Enterprise handles their own claims. So after two years of renting cars, I went into liability claims. So I was taking phone calls and dealing with people who were in car accidents and lawyers and medical bills and estimates and all that type of stuff to get cars repaired and all that. So... So even though it was like in the more of the auto industry mm-hmm. rather than connector and cable industry, mm-hmm. it still kind of shaped your way of being Absolutely. a salesperson and Absolutely. dealing with customers yes. and different challenges. Yes, I, and, that's, and that's another big thing I give enterprise credit for because 
there's a difference between making a phone call and sending an email versus the person standing across from the counter from you and how you handle yourself. And I credit that to how I now want to handle myself because I still prefer because we're not face to face. I prefer to pick up the phone. An email can be translated a million different ways. But picking up the phone and talking to someone and building a relationship, letting them hear your voice, building, like I said, building a relationship is key, especially in our kind of environment where customers want to be able to trust what they're getting mm -hmm. and trust that when they call you, they're going to get an answer. They're going to get a response. So there's there still is true value in building a relationship with who you're selling your product to. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I think that probably plays a big role in just like trust like you were saying and just building a relationship when they call back you kind of remember or know their mm -hmm. name or it, like I feel like that goes a long way so. absolutely and it also helps me work deals cause, yeah hey can you yeah. help me out on a price <laughs> sure hey how like just knowing and knowing people knowing their family being able to have a conversation because mm -hmm. it's like that in, in your day to day life you can step outside of cable and connectors and come into work every day you deal more with and you trust people more the people you have those connections with. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can help a person out on the street and you walk them by or whatever, but you're more likely to go above and beyond and do more for the person you have that relationship mm -hmm. with. So that I think that translates into what we do here. Yeah, it's nice to keep it personable. I, I think it, it goes a long way. It really does because, mm -hmm. yeah, then customer will always seem like, hey, I, I want to come back. Like CDMs are great place to, to do business with and all. And they'll refer you too. Like, hey, you know what? You're looking for that? I This girl, this girl, Christina, she was great the last time. Maybe she'll help you out too. So in my opinion, it works. Do you, do you think that as a sales rep, that it kind of almost goes both ways too, as far as customers that you know are going to follow through to make a deal with you versus a customer that's just kind of going to waste your time or... Yeah, you, you'll learn those like, about yeah. some customers, too. Like, you'll learn there are customers who are just coming to see yep. if, hey, what's your price? Um, he's You know he's going to go and call his other friend and see what their price is, and he's going to go with whoever can save him five cents. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do here at CDM is build that relationship where you're not going to go cheat on me for two cents. Yeah, You yeah. trust me enough. You know the hard work mm -hmm. I'm putting in. You know I value what I bring to your company, and you value what I what I can offer you. Mm -hmm. So that's where we want. And those are the relationships that last. The one who's looking for two cents, he's going to go find his two-cent savings no matter where he goes and what position he's in. You want those people who are say, CDM has done great work for me. I want to do what I can to help them out because I know they'll help me out the same. Yeah, that makes sense because I know that. So my background as a musician, like when I need the materials that I need to run my business, mm -hmm. like I have certain relationships with people that I get my stuff from. Mm -hmm. And it's like, OK, I always know that they'll take care of me first. Yeah. So like I have a, I can understand that yeah. as a customer and like working with both sides of yeah. the salesperson as well. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Um, yeah. So, or what do you think you bring to your role that most contributes to keeping customers satisfied? I guess, like, on top of being personable and and trying to just you know be be friends with some of the people that we we do business with. What's something else you think that that you can bring? To wow, the I gotta go beyond that. I think I do a good <laughs> job with that, Mike. Um, beyond that, I think it's just my attention to detail. I, I think that is very valuable in a world where everybody is go, 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 which is fine because I am the same way. I'm go, go, go. But you can't miss the details. When you're doing 
five and 10 things at a time. And they know your customer knows you can get those out and you're helping out five other people, but they know that your work is right and they know what you're presenting them is right. They're not going to have to, oh, double check, make sure she did everything right. Make sure this is right. Make sure my parts are right. All that type of stuff. The, the, the proof is in the details. I am huge on making sure you're paying attention to, hey, what did we do last time? Make sure we do it right. Make sure you do it right the first time. I am huge on under promise over deliver. Mm -hmm. If you tell if the person like, hey, it's going to ship in two weeks, if we can get it out sooner, great. But if you need that runway, give yourself that runway because the the customer will, will appreciate that. Where, hey, I'm telling you what I can do, but if I can do better, I will. And, in, and if you continue to do that and stay on top of, like I said, the details, you'll hit it out the ballpark. Nice. I like it. Nice. Well, so you mentioned before that you were a champion track and field athlete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throwing in University champion. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? Because I was telling my husband the other day, because I hate to say it, but I am getting old. College was a while ago. And I was like, like yes, I was a Division One athlete. And I did all the, the traveling and competing and all that stuff. And I was like... What does it really matter in the world today? <laughs> yeah, like people are like, oh, you did the heptathlon. What's that? <laughs> like, <laughs> most people don't even know what that is. Um, so I am very proud of my experience and how it has shaped who I am. Because, and to explain, the heptathlon is seven events over two days. That spells my life. I'm doing something all the time. You can't just give me one thing to do when it's over. I remember in college going to a track. I was coming off an injury. And my coach said, we're just going to do one event. So I go out there and like, because the track meets are usually two, maybe three days. And I'm like, really? People come out here to do one thing? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> so um, with the heptathlon is seven events over two days. First day is hurdles, 100 meter hurdles, high jump, shot put, and 200 meters. And then the second day you come back, you do long jump, javelin, and 800. So... And then you got your other events you can do outside of that. So I was all I was options for the relays, open hurdles, that type of thing. So, um, like I said, it explains who I am. I yeah. can't sit still. I'm busy all the time. <laughs> it's, it's important. I feel like where you came from is is a representation of your character today, mm -hmm. and I think that that's really cool. Yeah. And I can relate too. Like as a hockey player, like playing in tournaments was so much better than just playing one game. Because <laughs> I'm like, I need something to do the entire weekend right now. Like I can't just go yeah. and play for one hour and that's it. <laughs> agree, agree. But that's really yeah. cool. So, how long did you do track and field? Um, well, I, unlike a lot of people, um, track is one of those sports where as soon as the earlier you get in, the better. Um, but I started in high school. Um, so I did that for four years um, and then went to University of Maryland, like I said, and did that for four years there. And then um, that was it. But now I get my track fixed by coaching. I've been coaching uh, four or five years now um, and my kids run and I'm the mean coach, especially to my kids. So <laughs> it's good. I, I had that growing up too. My dad was always the mean coach to me. He was cool to everybody else besides me. Yeah. <laughs> we always used to butt heads and everything. But it's but it's because, and I tell my kids all the time, it's because I know what you can do. Mm -hmm. If you come out and don't give your full potential, I'm going to be on you all day long. Right, right. And I see you every day. I know what your full potential is versus someone who's like, oh no, he's fine. He's just fine. I was like, no. 
he can do better or yeah. she can do yeah. better. That's when you'll get yelled at and cursed at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely that mom when it's when I know you're not giving your all because you got to give your all every yeah. time. For sure. I agree. Christina, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We really appreciate it. And uh, once again, this is Joe Murphy, Mike Stover uh, with the Beyond the Connection podcast. Thanks so much again. And uh, we're signing off. Thanks for having me. CDM's Beyond the Connection podcast is brought to you by our technical team here at our global headquarters in Turnersville, New Jersey.